you're at the point in the tax year where you're looking at how much money you've made, you're starting to get ready for taxes for the next year, and really dreading how much tax you're actually going to owe and worried about how much tax you might owe, then I've got a really great tip for you. I have an excellent strategy to help you minimize your taxes for this year and help make sure that the amount of tax that you're paying really is right size for your business. So if this is you and you want really a very straightforward tip on how to reduce your taxes, then this is the episode for you. So listen up. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals? Do you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They feel overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics to know the protocol when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I often talk to business owners that are always out looking for ideas to reduce their taxes. They're talking to their friends who are also entrepreneurs. Maybe they're on the golf course and their their buddy is talking about a way that they found on TikTok or they're potentially, hopefully, their CPA has told them, hey, there's a strategy that you can use. Or maybe they're even doing their own research and trying to find ways to reduce their taxes. And that happens a lot where most of the time you as the business owner, you're not getting the recommendations and the information that you need from your CPA because unfortunately they're just not that educated when it comes to actually optimizing tax code for you and your business so that your taxes are right size and so that you're not overpaying in tax legally and ethically. So I really have a great strategy for you to reduce your taxes. And this is really something that just about anyone can do. And I am excited to share it because it's really my favorite tax strategy ever, mainly because basically everybody can use it. So I'm super excited about it and really excited to be able to just share this little nugget of information with you. What is this strategy called? It's actually called the Augusta Loophole. So the background on this strategy is that years ago with the Masters Golf Tournament in Augusta, Georgia, what would happen is people would rent out their homes, and I'm assuming they still do, but they would rent out their homes during the tournament and make a lot of money during that week or two because people would come in, they'd need a place to stay, and therefore homeowners would rent out their home to these travelers that were coming in specifically for the tournament. So what happened was these homeowners really, they rallied with Congress and said, hey, is there any way that we can get a tax break on this? and not have to pay tax on the rental income that we're getting during these two weeks. And they determined that, yes, Congress determined, yes, they would allow that to take place. So what happens is, is that when you rent your home for 14 days or less during the year, that can be tax-free income. You actually don't have to be a business owner to utilize this tax strategy or the, the reduction in tax. All you have to do is 
only rent your home out for 14 days or less. If you have more than one home, each home that you have, you can actually rent out for 14 days or less during the year tax-free. The IRS code that actually allows this is 280A. What you have to do on your tax return, there's a few things you have to do to make sure you're in compliance. But what you have to do is you actually do still have to put the income on your tax return. But then you have a line item that backs it out referencing IRS section code 280A. 280A. Now, how do we use this as a business owner? Because most people, unless the Super Bowls come into your city or there's something really big, the Olympics is coming to your city, or if you live in Augusta, Georgia, most likely you're not in a situation where you're renting your house out for, you know, for 14 days or less during the year. Most people, if they're doing that, they're doing short-term rentals and those are different houses that they have specifically for that situation, not their primary residence. So the way that we actually do this for business owners is that the business uses your home for specific things. And it can be a variety of different things, but the probably easiest one to do is for S-Corp owners, if you're already an S-Corporation, then the easiest thing to do is for your board of directors meetings. There's a rule that to be an S-Corporation, you should be having board, at least one board of directors meeting a year to stay in compliance. You can have more than that. If you're an S-Corp, you can have 14 meetings every year as a board of directors and go through the variety of things you need to for your business. Now, what are those topics and who needs to actually be in attendance? Well, you're the only shareholder and you're the only one on the board, then that's technically okay. There's nothing wrong with that. What are some of the things that you could quote unquote discuss with yourself? Hopefully you're not actually having a conversation with yourself, but I don't know, maybe you're like me. I feel like when I'm talking to myself, I have good ideas. (laughs) So if that's you, that's okay too. You could be doing things like looking at the next year right now at the time of this recording, it's December. And I'm looking into the next year and wondering, what does my year look like? What type of budget am I going to have for next year? Do I need to hire additional employees? Do I need to revamp my marketing plan, my sales plan, a variety of different things that you're looking at as you're looking into the next year to figure out what do you need to do? You could be doing things like if you have a sales team, maybe you're a little bit bigger business, perhaps you're having sales meetings with your team every month. Maybe you have a Christmas party with your team and you bring them to your house. And then rather than run out a hotel room or not a hotel room, but like a banquet room or some other third party, a restaurant, you're having the business run out your home. And that's the thing, this whole, the whole concept behind this is rather than going to a different location and actually having to rent from someone else, the business is renting from you for that location. So that's really the whole gist of it. So what do you have to know about this strategy in order to be compliant with the IRS? Well, first of all, you want to make sure that you are taking meeting notes. If you are doing a board of directors meeting, write down what you went through in that meeting, what the intention was behind the meeting, and keep that. A couple of ways you can further legitimize it. It's not required, but it can be very helpful, is get that notarized. You know, you have a board of directors meeting, you can go to your local bank, or if you know someone who's a notary, get it notarized. And that way there's another layer of legitimacy. I would also say you need to have a rental agreement from the business and yourself. You want to make sure that that rental agreement is in compliance with what needs to be legally. Uh, So you'll want to get with your lawyer in order to make sure that that document is legitimized. And then lastly, what you want to do is make sure that you have the right comps for rent. 
Like how much should you actually be renting your home out for? I um, like to go out and get three different quotes. And you want to find quotes that you could rent other locations by the hour. So these are other business locations that rent out, uh, whether it's their house or meeting rooms by the hour. And then you get three of those, figure out what the day rate is, which is going to be nine hours, eight five, and then average those rates to give you the hourly rate. If you're in a very rural area, those quotes are going to be harder to get just because most likely you don't have that resource near you. So you're going to want to go to the next major city to be able to get those quotes. If you are in a city or a suburban area, a metropolitan area, most likely getting those quotes is going to be a lot easier, which is great. So you just want to look to get three quotes, average those out, and then that's what your day rate is going to be. I've seen everything from $1,000 per meeting day up to 3000 plus, depending on the area and what those rates are. So as you can see, this strategy can add up really quickly to large tax savings. As with anything, you want to make sure that you're doing this the right way. So you don't want to blindly just implement this tax strategy, not really understanding what you're doing. You want to do it the right way. So do your research, look into this. Again, it's IRS section 280A and it's the Augusta loophole. It is legit my most favorite strategy. I love it so much. And I know you will too. Um, so dig in, do a little more research on your own, talk to your CPA and um, just start implementing this because this is a really big deal. This is something that really makes a difference on your taxes and can really reduce your taxes quite a bit. Uh, one other thing too that I failed to mention a second ago, the other thing you want to do to legitimize this is you want to make sure that at the end of the year that the business pays you a 1099 for rent. Don't forget that step. It's super important. Um, as with all these things, it's important to do it the right way. We want to dot our I's, cross our T's, and do things on the up and up. This is not a way to avoid tax. This is a way to optimize the tax strategy, to optimize the tax laws to your advantage. So I hope you have enjoyed this. As always, it's such a pleasure to be able to share tips and tricks with you. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would love it if you would go and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get my podcast out to more listeners and help other small business owners that are really just trying to do their best, grow their business, and do their accounting and tax the right way um, as they're growing. So I'm so thankful for you, and I cannot wait until next time. <laughs>